0: What would you like the power to
1: do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: Ready or not, we're back. I'm a gross red monster! (laughs) And we're doing the Time Warp again. I'm the godfather of time travel? The Atom Project. I'm Patrick Gomez from Entertainment Weekly, filling in for Jared Hall. And here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, March 11th, through Sunday, March 13th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. Who's ready to cry again? Adele has announced she's hitting us with another TV special. An audience with Adele will be part interview, part concert. The two-hour event was filmed in front of a star-studded crowd at the world-famous London Palladium, but you can check it out March 20th on NBC. Now, if you can't wait for Hacks to return to HBO Max in May, EW has a series of first-look photos from the new season, showing Jean Smart's Deborah Vance and Hannah Einbinder's Ava taking Deborah's comedy act across the country. One of the show's co-creators explains to us that the road trip gets Deborah out of her castle in Vegas and into the, quote, very tight, confined space of her tour bus, which makes her a fun new dynamic as they travel to the East Coast and back. And it's the end of an era... Flipper Flop has flipped its last flip and flopped its last flop. Tarek El Moussa and Christina Hack have announced their hit HGTV renovation series will end March 17th. The hosts started Flipper Flop as a married couple and continued to film as they got divorced. Of course, we haven't seen the last of Tarek and Christina. They each still have their own popular spin-off series, which will continue to air. And after 22 years, Colin Ratliff has gotten the chance to confront Tom Hanks about being fired from Band of Brothers. Ratliff, who was 24 when he auditioned for the 2001 miniseries, has alleged that he was replaced on the show because Hanks said he had quote-unquote dead eyes. The comedian has gone on to star in popular series such as The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Search Party, but Hanks' words stuck with him over the years, so much so that he used them to name his podcast. On Thursday, Hanks guested on Dead Eyes. He insisted that, quote, not a single moment of this rings a bell. But the Academy Award winner also didn't hesitate to apologize, calling Ratliff's recollections of the incident, quote, a bone-chilling story. For more on these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. Ever wish you could look into the past and connect with spirits that are beyond the physical world? Well, Tyler Henry is here to help with our number five pick, the series premiere of Life After Death with Tyler Henry. The new Netflix show follows Tyler Henry, the clairvoyant medium who you may remember from his celebrity-studded series Hollywood Medium on E! Now Henry is back to help loved ones of the deceased yet again find closure and communicate with those who have passed on. Henry receives mental messages and visions of events signaled from those who are in the afterlife, and they often reveal shocking truths to the families they've left behind. But this series also hits close to home for Henry, who will explore a mysterious situation surrounding his own mother. Here's a preview. Is there a Herald?
2: That's, that's my grandfather. That, it's always
0: creepy when that
1: happens. <laughs> I keep getting kind of a famous feeling. Like are right on. There is a reference to someone finding a spot on an x ray of our lungs. How did you know that? Like, you felt this spot? <laughs> my job as a medium is to deliver messages. I can't stress enough how proud she is of you. I receive impressions. I get very small tidbits of details that I have to interpret and make sense of. This is a crime scene. Do you get the feeling of anything? This is absolutely coming through as a hit and run feeling to me. The answers I give to others, I so badly could benefit for myself. Three years ago, my mom discovered that she was taken as a baby. The woman who
2: I actually thought was my
1: mother was a murderer. I wanna learn more about what happened to my mom's family. She could have had a completely different life and that was taken from her by this criminal.
0: I know I'm not like her.
1: I know I'm a good person. As a medium, my life is defined by moments of trying to help people find a sense of peace. This is not a goodbye, this is just to see you later. For him to come give me so much hope is what I need in my life. For my mom, I want her to get as close as she can to a sense of closure. All it would take is one person to come through and just give me the answer, but it doesn't work that way. And in this case, it's just too close to home. It's such a gift that Tyler has.
2: I never thought that I would get this experience. Everything he said was spot on. We are not forgetting you.
0: (laughs) Do you want to know everything? Henry will uncover shocking secrets and revelations related to his mother's kidnapping and the family that she was taken from. Watch Life After Death with Tyler Henry, all episodes streaming now on Netflix. Four. What's big, furry, and red all over? You'll sure find out in our number four pick, the new movie, Turning Red. The Disney Pixar film centers around Mei Lee, voiced by Rosalie Chang. Mei is a 13-year-old girl who just wants to have fun with her friends and dance to songs from her favorite boy band, Four Town. But her overprotective mother, voiced by Sandra Oh, is always watching over her, often irritating May in the process. What happens when May gets irritated or feels anything too excitedly? Well, she turns into a giant furry red panda. The only way to turn May back into a girl, she must remain calm, which is harder than it may seem. Here's a preview.
2: I'm Maylin Lee. I wear what I want, say what I want, 24/7,
1: 365. That hustle, am I right? You're never know. Oh, this is gonna be the best the year side. ever yes. And oh, nothing's God. gonna get in my way. Oh, right. uh. oh. oh.
2: uh. <gasps> <gasps> May May! Breakfast is ready. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be me. Ah! Is everything okay? I'm a gross red monster!
1: Don't <laughs> Look at me! Stay back! This happened already? What did you say? You might been hurt, May.
2: Our ancestors had a mystical connection with red pandas. Are you kidding me? This little quirk runs in our family. Oh.
1: Sick. I've always wanted a tail.
0: I'm a freak! We love you, Mae. You're our girl. <sighs> Whoa. You're you!
1: Any strong emotion yes! will release the panda.
0: Abby, hit me. <gasps> oh. The film showcases careful and heartfelt conversations around puberty and growing up as a young girl. Here, Sandra O oh tells us how turning red gives parents and children the language needed to have important discussions.
2: I think that's a great thing about our film. It can start a conversation with young people because I already know people who brought their children who are let's say maybe around the age of 10. And then the conversation of like, this is going to happen. You're going to have a lot of feelings that you might not be able to control, yeah. you know what I mean? And the panda is a beautiful metaphor yeah. for that change and for that messiness. Mm. And just to create a little bit of language yeah. about emotions. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's a really hard thing to talk about, but I feel like Turning Red gives a little bit of language around that.
0: Catch Turning Red, streaming now on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> It's trivia time. Turning Red features three original songs performed by its fictional boy band, Four Town. Can you name the real-life, current pop star who helped write them? Is it Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo, or Ariana Grande? Stick around for the answer. Number three. Now, time to reunite with our number three pick, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The Season 2 reunion concludes this weekend as the husbands take the stage, with Sharif explaining where he was on the day of Jen's arrest, Justin confirming whether Whitney's beauty venture depleted their savings, and Dewey trying to explain his need for more kids. But there's also much more from the ladies, of course. We'll see Jen answer questions about the rumors that swirled in the aftermath of her arrest and give an update on her impending trial, while host Andy Cohen addresses the lingering tensions between Heather, Lisa, and Meredith. Here's a clip from the reunion.
2: Well, Heather, you know, you did end the season well with Lisa and then Absolutely. you came in strong tonight. Because I thought she was going to come in contrite and horrified and um, with her hat in her hand. And then when she came in continuing to do her daily affirmations of how she's a good person, how she's perfect, how she does it right, how she was justified, I it triggered me. Right. It triggered me because I basically, I just want to be in the ugly with you, yeah. you know? I feel like I we're really both have. Lisa is the reason that I'm on this couch. I have never forgotten that. And I feel like well, you have. so am I. Have. Meredith, <laughs> me truth. Out. You know I what? Because at you. first, Lisa only claimed me because you didn't. But the truth is, Meredith was like, Heather, I recommended you as well because we would, would so do Sundance good. together, us three. Um, and I still feel allegiance to that. Threesome. I also thought maybe I saw some
0: thawing between the two of you.
2: I think it's going to take more work.
0: Well, you can definitely feel the temperature drop in that room. You can see how the reunion wraps up this Sunday when The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City airs at 8 p.m. on Bravo. <laughs> Outlander Season 6 continues this weekend with another new episode this Sunday at 9 p.m. on Stars. With that in mind, we thought we'd share some viewing recommendations from Outlander stars Sophie Skelton and Richard Rankin, who recently took part in a panel at SCAD ATV Fest where we asked them, what you watching?
2: Apart from Outlander, um, I do know what, I just finished Ozark uh, season four, which was insane. No spoilers. So Ozark, and I think I might just start from season one again, because I need my my Ozark fix now.
0: And
1: Richard, what you watching? Uh, I'm actually watching a show called Wentworth at the moment. Which is uh, an Australian sort of crime drama set in prison. It's actually a reboot of Prisoner Cell Block H, which st- strangely I now think it's strange. I didn't it, at the time, but my nana used to make me watch it. I'm thinking, wow, that seems inappropriate. But apart from that, I'm watching Dexter season eight, uh, and I'm about to go on Ozark season four and um, Succession season three. So got a lot of TV. Outlander, Outlander. Huh? yeah, I know. Can't wait. I could get rewatching Spoilers right now. <laughs> I know you could, wish I had to say
0: this, and I should just not have okay. said that. Don't worry, we won't spoil anything for you either. You can stream Succession on HBO Max, Ozark and Wentworth on Netflix, and Dexter on various platforms with a Showtime subscription. Stay tuned, our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up. What to Watch will be right back.
2: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and...
0: Attention, all Nicolas Cage fans. The actor has a big announcement, which we just had to choose as our soundbite of the week. I'm done. I'm quitting acting. Tell the trades. It was a tremendous honor to be a part
2: of storytelling and myth-making. Ah, man, I'm driving through
0: the hills. I'm sorry. One more time. Okay, just kidding. That's from the trailer for Cage's upcoming movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, in which he plays a fictionalized version of himself. The movie hits theaters next month on April 22nd, but in the meantime, you can check out the full trailer over at EW.com. Our number two pick for the weekend is the series premiere of The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. The new Apple TV Plus show stars Samuel L. Jackson as Ptolemy Gray, a 91-year-old man who's largely forgotten by his family and friends, as well as himself, given that his mind is slowly sinking into dementia. That is until a miraculous new treatment is offered that will restore all of his memories for a short period of time. He uses this newfound power to right the wrongs of his past and try to solve his nephew's death. Here's a preview.
1: Reggie, I'm old, and I seem like I can't remember nothing no more. I try to say what day it is, I ain't got a clue. Hey, hey! Oh, God, what oh, ah!
0: you doing, up?
1: So you want me to take you to that special doctor? Going him? I can help you remember things.
2: Hey, Reggie, coming later.
1: No, it's just you and me. But Reggie do want you to go see
0: this doctor, so...
2: We developed a treatment. Mr. Gray will remember everything that he has ever known. But the treatment will only work once.
1: Is that what you want?
2: I got a lot of things to do.
1: And I need my memory to do it. Mr. Gray! How you feeling? Never better. That's a I can see it all. So clear now.
2: My man, his
0: whole lifetime
2: spinning around in there. My uncle. Cordo stole something treasure. I'm gonna find it.
1: Papa Gray, I'm worried about you.
2: The rate of the decline is accelerating. Meaning my mind gonna be worse than it was before. But I got to finish this. You got to let the river take its course. And the river know right where it's going.
0: But of course, there's a price to pay for such restorative privileges. Doctors tell Ptolemy Gray that his mind could be in worse condition after the treatment wears off, and that could happen before he accomplishes all that he wants to. Tune in the series premiere of The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray, currently streaming on Apple TV+. One. And now, we're adamant that you must check out our number one pick, The Atom Project. The new Netflix movie reunites Free Guy director Sean Levy and star Ryan Reynolds, who plays a time-traveling fighter pilot named Adam Reed. When Adam accidentally crash lands in 2022, he must team up with his younger self, played by newcomer Walker Scoble, and his late father, played by Mark Ruffalo, in order to save the future while also coming to terms with his past. Here's a bit of the trailer.
2: You know what you have to do. Stop time travel from ever being invented. What's your plan? Well, I'm not gonna explain my plan to a 12 year old nerd with an you I a... You
0: don't
1: have a plan. But, I know somebody who does. Dad. I'm the godfather of time travel? The Adam Project. If we don't pull this off, we're not getting back. What do you say, kid?
0: Punch Daddy. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's not all time travel shenanigans in this movie. When the film starts, the young Adam, and his mother, played by Jennifer Garner, are still grieving the death of his dad. Here you can listen to a little bit of Levy, Garner, and Reynolds from EW's Around the Table with the cast as they discuss their personal connection to that aspect of the movie.
2: Everyone kind of came to this for different reasons, but with something that felt true to them personally. Um, I know for Ryan and I, it started with that idea of, well, what if you could revisit your own history? And what if you could maybe have a chance at making peace with it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, Jen, when you and I first spoke and this idea of mothering a son, especially a, you know, preteen boy and think you're in the midst of that yourself mm-hmm. and um, the idea of meeting your own son grown up. I remember I feel like our initial phone call got emotional. Yeah, I remember feeling like, oh, gosh, Jennifer. And I remember Mm -hmm. saying to Jen, I'm going to send you the script. And you said to me, well, you can send it, but it's a yes. So uh, it's going to be a yes. We can go through the I'll read it thing but it's gonna end up with the same
0: That was yes. similar to how I came about. David Ellison, who runs Skydance, you know, this is one of the studios behind the film, pitched it to me first, and then said, I'll send you the script, and I said, I, you please send the script, but I'm doing this, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Now I have to go beg, plead, and and steal to get Sean Levy to do it. The none, next of that, step was. none of yeah. that
1: was uh, necessary. This one spoke to me but instantly.
0: That, that that bar scene in particular, there's a line in there that is from my real life, which is that so boys fun. always come back for their mamas. And that's very true. When my dad passed away, i I'm one of four boys. And it was just like this circling the wagons around my mom. Like we really all mm-hmm. kind of came back for her in a way that, you know, I know was incredibly meaningful to her. And to this day, she still talks about it, but that's a a real life thing, which is that boys, they do. They come back for their mamas. You can see more from the cast in our full Around the Table video over at EW.com. And you can also warp over to Netflix and stream The Adam Project right now. Trivia, And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Turning Red features three original songs written by what current pop star? Billie Eilish, Olivia Rodrigo, or Ariana Grande? Don't call us the bad guy if you didn't get this. The answer is Billie Eilish, who co-wrote the songs with her brother, Phineas O'Connell. From sweeping the Grammys to James Bond to Pixar, I think these kids are going places. That is our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you next week, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Patrick Gomez. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at PatrickGomezLA. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.
1: One, two, one.
0: This episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shepp, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced by Jared Hall, hosted by Patrick Gomez, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.